We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final play looks like barring a penalty. Prescott over the middle of the turkey. Gets smoked right away. And that'll do it. The 49ers back to the championship game. Back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All righty, let's get right to it. Let's go to the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Ross Tucker, Odyssey NFL Insider. Ross, it feels right. It just feels right. 49ers going to Philly on on a Sunday. Um, I don't know. This is just one that, that, that everybody out here... And I'm sure everybody back there is is licking their chops about. Can't wait. Yeah, I mean, it's the two best teams. And I think you could probably say the same in the AFC, but um, it's the two best teams, which is awesome. It feels like for a while now that they've been on a collision course towards this game. Obviously, the Niners have been on quite the roll. I think the Eagles were the best team in football most of the year. They kind of limped down the stretch after Hertz got hurt, but they looked Saturday night like the team they were for most of the year. I think an argument can be made it's the two best teams, period, but it's the two teams that should be playing on Sunday. I'll be on the sideline for Westwood One. Should be just an incredible atmosphere. I was on the sideline five years ago in the NFC Championship game when the Eagles hosted the Vikings, and that was just an absolutely bananas environment. I mean, I, you know, uh, obviously, Steiny, you're from there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there will be Niners fans there. I, I can't say I would recommend wearing Niners gear, but that's obviously up to them. We got two guys on our morning show that are being their Niner gear in the house, Ross. I got to relay the message. <laughs> I, I'm a believer, listen, Ross. Listen, I'm a believer, I, I, Ross. I will say you go. Go ahead, Tony. You go. Uh, I was just going to say, my the first game I stood up for as a rookie with the Washington, whatever they were called back then, and, you know, my, my girlfriend, who's my wife now, my sister, my mom and dad, my father-in-law came to the game, and they all grew up Eagles fans, and I, I grew up a diehard Eagles fan. I mean, I'm from there, and so they already knew this, but I made it very clear that under no circumstances do you wear Washington gear. Like, wow. it's just not worth it. There's no, there's no, like, you're not getting anything from that other than black. And it's just not worth it. And then I said, don't even cheer for me. Uh, you know, I don't need you to cheer. Just if, if, if something happens good for my team, just smile. But don't, don't stand up. Don't be, it just, uh, it's a, it's a, now, I will say, Lincoln Financial Field is not quite what the vet was, but, um, you know, it, it's just different. I, I don't know how else to describe it to people. The East Coast is a little bit different, and Philly is like the East Coast on steroids. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ross Tucker joining us on 95.7 The Game. Let me talk a little bit about uh, let's talk a little bit about the game. So one of the things that, that's, I don't know if it's an issue, but it's out there uh, about the 49ers defense against mobile quarterbacks and that they struggle a little bit. And I got two questions. One is, is there a team that doesn't struggle against a, a mobile quarterback or is completely prepared for that? And then B, it, what what do the Eagles want to accomplish with their quarterback against a defense that's pretty aggressive and takes some chances? Well, first of all, it's so funny, Steiny, that you say that about mobile quarterbacks because I'm still waiting for the first stat where it says, this team just destroys mobile quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, the mobile quarterbacks don't ever do anything against this. It doesn't exist. Mobile quarterbacks are tough to defend. That's not even a thing. So um, I'm sure there are stats out there saying it's tough for them against mobile quarterbacks. Welcome to the party, pal. I mean, they have that same stat against the Eagles. You know, yeah. well, running quarterbacks have gotten them this year. So that that's, uh, that's every team. Um, you know, the problem that Hurts presents, and first of all, like, we can get in this, but the, the Eagles team, they just have a loaded team. I mean, they have the best offensive line in the NFL, okay? They have the best wide receivers their franchise has ever had. They have a top three tight end in the NFL. They have a Pro Bowl running back. The quarterback is probably going to get second in the MVP voting. I mean, that's a lot, guys. It's like like every position on offense. And so you have that, and then you combine that with the what they do schematically with the RPOs. I mean, there's a lot of plays where it's like Hertz has three options. He can give it to the running back, he can pull it and run it, or he can pull it and throw it. And so the second-level guys, the linebackers, and you guys have maybe the best in the NFL with Greenlaw and Fred Warner, it's hard for them to not be a little late to where they're going, which is why their speed is such a significant factor. Because you can't be so fast to try to chase down the running back or chase down the quarterback because you're not, you're not sure for a split second where it's going. Thankfully for the Niners, they can kind of hesitate a little bit, and then those guys are fast enough that they can probably still make the play. Other teams, their linebackers aren't. And so they're like... Even if they're just a half step slow, that's too much. That's the difference. Ross, let me ask you this because I'm hearing you loud and clear. I was down on Dallas. I didn't, I know they have the talent defensively, but I told Stani and the listeners, I was shocked at how stout they came out and kept everything in front of them for much of the game. So that leads me to the Eagles. I've seen them play, but do I take, okay, Dallas did it. Philly can do it better. Talk to us about the Eagles' defense and what they're going to try to do. Well, so first of all, remember this. Every game is a unique entity unto itself because the coaches have different plans for that game and they did the week before, and that changes the dynamic. And I think people lose sight of that sometimes. Um, And that's important. Like right now, okay, you guys know on Tuesdays I go on a bunch of radio stations. Everybody thinks seemingly thinks it's going to be the Eagles and the Bengals right now and in the Super Bowl. Right. And that's because 
they both looked so good last week. Well, guess what? The week before that, the Bengals could have easily <laughs> yes. lost to the Ravens. Yes, they could have. In the wild card round. Uh, and the week before that, the Cowboys looked awesome against the Bucks. And 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 the Eagles, the last time they had played against the Giants, they looked like crap. So what happened last week doesn't really matter, other than I think for the Eagles, the fact that Hurts and Lane Johnson both looked healthy and played well. That's probably the biggest takeaway moving forward. But yes, uh, Guru, I, I would imagine that the Eagles probably do something similar to what we saw from the Cowboys because the Cowboys really did a good job of slowing down yeah. the Niners in the first half. I mean, the, the Cowboys were the better team in the first half of that game, and it was a pretty even game other than, other than quite frankly, the Dak interception. Can I assume that if you told Eagles fans right now they'll they'll have the same kind of defensive effort as Dallas, they're going to give up 19 to the, to the 49ers, they'll take that in a heartbeat? Yeah, probably. I think a lot of people think it'll be like 20 to 17, 23, 20. I mean, the, the Eagles fans are feeling pretty confident. And here's the logic, right? They have the most talented team in the sport. Right, like 18 of their 20. I tweeted at Ross Tucker NFL. You guys still there? Oh, yeah. 18 of their 22 um, starters are Pro Bowlers or Pro Bowl alternates. Now, 16 were actually voted, but Goddard and Chauncey Gardner Johnson weren't because they were on IR at the time, which is a really dumb rule, by the way. So, but essentially, 18 of the 22 starters for the Eagles are Pro Bowl or Pro Bowl alternates. I never even heard of that. So, They've got the most talented team. They're playing at home. And the belief in Philadelphia, and I think probably rightfully so, is that they've got the better quarterback and not by a small margin. So that doesn't mean the Eagles are going to win. The Niners could easily win this game. And there's a reason why the, the, the point spread is so close. And the Niners are on an unbelievable roll. And they got a really good team. And you know how I feel about Kyle Shanahan and D'Amico Ryans. But in Philadelphia right now, those are the three things that they're really that they're really kind of counting on: most talented team, playing at home, and the the better quarterback. And they think they think significantly better quarterback. I guess we'll find out. Now, Ross, one of the three losses the Eagles endured this season was to the Commanders. They got a stout defense. Any if if you're D'Amico Ryan's, are you throwing that film on? Are there any parallels between the Niners and what they do in the Commanders' defense? Well, you know, Guru, that's the only game the Eagles lost that Hurts played in. Right. I mean, he's fifteen and one as a starter, so that is the tape to watch because that's the only game that somebody actually beat him. And you know what they did as much as anything? Else? Well, first of all, the the Eagles lost the turnover battle. And we all know that that's a huge factor in any of these games. I mean, that's why big reason why the Niners beat the Cowboys. But the other thing the Commanders did, which is vitally important, is they ran the ball and they possessed the ball. They had the ball for like almost 40 minutes in that game. I can't tell you. I'm going to be on the sideline Sunday. It'll be Kevin Harlan, Kurt Warner in the booth. I can't tell you how important it is that the Niners get a lead and are able to run the football. Mm. Because what happens is, if the Niners fall behind by a score or two, 
if they start trying to do drop back pass a lot, that's not what their offensive line does best. I mean, we know what they do best. They run the ball and they run the play action stuff. You don't want to be in obvious passing situations against this Eagles group. I mean, they got four guys with double-digit sacks. That's not what the Niners' O-line does best. It's not what Purdy does best. I just think it's really, really important that the Niners can run the football and that they play with a lead. If, if they if they fall behind, like a couple scores early, like the Giants did, uh, I, I think it has the potential to get ugly. I don't see that happening, but if they did, that's what could happen. Ross Tucker joining us on 95-7 The Game. Uh, where do these two teams fall in your power rankings right now? And, and what's your gut telling you about, about what happens Sunday? Yeah, so um, the Eagles are one. The Niners are two. Um, I think that, especially now with Mahomes, I think there's a pretty good case that they're the two best teams. Um, I am a little bit curious to see how much the playoff experience if that's a factor, whether that's for Kyle Shanahan as a coach or, you know, for the players, you know, for the Eagles, they only have five guys, I think, something like that, that were on the Super Bowl team from 2017, still on this team. So they're not as, like, battle-tested as this Niners group is. We'll see if that's a factor in the game. I said on the Even Money podcast, I uh, I actually like taking the Niners up to eight and a half as part of a teaser leg with the Chiefs. Um, you know, pairing those two teams, both currently getting two and a half points, you can pair them together, add six points, and take them up to eight and a half. The two and a half number, I'd probably favor the Eagles. I, I think the Eagles probably win the game by a field goal, um, but you know, you t- me telling you guys I took the Niners in the eight and a half tells you I think it's going to be a very close, very competitive. Let's hope it is. I mean, the two games I was yeah. on this past weekend, they're both kind of blowouts. I don't see that. I mean, the point spreads are short for a reason. I think they're going to be competitive, awesome football games. Look, I mean, home field advantage for the Eagles is probably two and a half points. So the betters, the markets are telling us that these teams are basically even Steven, which is awesome. That's wild. Ross, I'll get you out of here on this one. Stani, you know, he always comes down my road because I'm quick to say a player in any league or sport, he's trash, he's a bum, he choked. And I kind of backed up off of that. But, Ross, it, it leads me to Dak Prescott. That was such a bad performance on one of the biggest stages just for that franchise. You played the game. I, I don't know what they're going to do. They just gave him this guy. How bad of a performance was that to you? And can he fix it? Because I don't think he can, Ross, in Dallas. It's a shame. Um, mm. I, I'm, I'm a Dak fan. I feel like he just gets pooped on all the time. You know, ever since he came back from that injury this year, they were scoring more points than anybody. They're moving the ball better than anybody. I don't know what happened this year that he kind of got the injury bug. I mean, I'm sorry, the interception bug. Because that didn't seem to be a big thing for him in other years. But it was the difference in the game. I mean, they're, they're in Niners Oh, territory. my goodness. He throws that terrible pick. And then not only did the Cowboys not get points, but then the Niners get a field goal at the end of the half. I mean, that was just, that was absolutely brutal. I mean, even the Hell Cowboys' Twitter it's, handle is going to. But that reminds me. I want to say one thing now. I want to get, I want to get ahead of this. If Purdy plays poorly, okay, and the Niners lose, I'm going to lose my mind 
if people say, see, man, told you. See, he's Mr. Irrelevant for reason. Last pick of seven. See, we don't do that when Josh Allen has a bad game or yeah. you know, these other guys have bad games in the playoffs. But I'm telling you right now, people, I, I, I'm convinced there are some people, especially the draft people, they're like hoping Purdy plays bad so they can say, see, he's not really that good. Like, no, we've watched all the other games. He, he's good. If, if, he's, if he's a bad game in Philly in the NFC Championship game against that D-line in those corners, mm-hmm. that's not. that doesn't mean he's wow. a bad player. A lot of people would have a bad game in that situation. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Ross, uh, can, can I assume that the eye test on that uh, Giants and Eagles game that Hurts and Lane Johnson basically looked 100%? Yeah, I don't know if I'd go 100, but 90-95. Okay. Yeah. Good. And they tested them both. I mean, Hurts bounced off of a couple of tacklers, so he wasn't that afraid to run. And then Bosa, um, not Bosa, but the Giants even put Dexter Lawrence at 350 over Lane Johnson to bull rush him because they thought, well, he got torn muscle in his gut. That'd be hard to stop a bull rush. And he was able to hold up. So, you know the way it is. They test. I'm really curious to see, you know, where they put Bosa for the Niners, how often he's over Lane, how often Lane gets help. I mean, that's, that's probably the marquee one-on-one matchup unless the Niners move him more over to the, the Mylata side and, and test him over there. Man, we can't wait, Ross. Have a great call, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Can't wait to break it down with you guys next week. All right, that's Ross Tucker. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.